What up, what up, what up? Yeah. Big staff in the building. Yeah, what's the deal, my guy? Man, what's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? So, hey, shout out to you and man, hey, let the people know who you is and where you from. Hey, man, I'm from Detroit, man. Six mile, man, at the east side, man. You know. You know, yeah, you know, man, but like, you know, know, you know, like, for what you got going on, Forever Brother Squad clothing, uh, man, you, you know, man, got got the merch, man. You feel me, man? You know, some shit we started out as a football team, man. Rest peace to guys that we lost, man. My fallen brothers, AP and Nico, you know what I'm saying? You know, so what's the story I, behind the Forever Brother Squad clothing? <laughs> Like, what's the story and, behind it? Well, you know, man, we came up with it, like, in 2008 season, 2008, 2009 season, bro. We came up with the MVS, yeah. we was called, you know, we was called the Free Boy Squad at first. Then, you know, as time got come, by us being the youngest dogs in there, you know, Vito, Nico, and them, you know, they was the, yeah. they, and everybody else, they the Nico. Squad, DJ and them. Yeah. So, came, you know, our junior year, we flipped it around to the, FBS, you know, the Forever Brothers Squad, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we build character, we built the family on that. So, you know, then, you know, times and times, you know, we got to my senior year, you know, I set out my um, last year for football, you know. So, it was just like, we came, we came close, like, you know, like glue, like yeah. you know, you put the glue on that table. Sleeping at like hey. each other cribs on the floor, man, like that was, was crazy, <laughs> man. You know, that was, that was the life. That was the lifestyle. You know, you know, passing yeah. at each other cribs. You know, just chilling. You know, me, DJ Marquise, we used to take we used to take some walks. You know, we lived on East Warren. We was over there in Finney Hood. Yeah, I know. Walking through, walking through that motherfucker with an Osborne football t-shirt on, man. You so kind of, um, so kind of hop on that. What was it like for you, like just growing up, going to DPS, but also staying in different neighborhoods, but still having that same close knit family. You feel me, like that close knit, like no matter where you went, the family followed. Hey man, it was. It was, no, it was it was crazy, you know, man, going through that. Then the phase in the hood at the time, you know, it was wild. And, you know, you just have to stay positive. Then, you know, wherever my mama went, you know, her door was open for everybody, you know. So it was just like, it was just like everybody, everybody stay, you know, hey, bro, tell OG, tell OG and them I'm about to come over, you know. We ain't even got to tell her, you know, y'all walked in the house. Yeah. You know, she she cook, she cooking all that, man. You know how, how that went. Yeah. So you know, but you know the Feather Brothers, man. It's 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 a long time, man. You know, I just sat back, you know, came up with it. Like, damn, you know, we we did lose two bros. You know, I was sitting down talking to Vito. Cause, you know, he came out with um, Forever Vibe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, man, we might just put the that Forever Breath and he said, go ahead and do it. So, you know, I had somebody designed it. And, you know, I came up with it. So, and that's how I've been. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep rapping FBS, bro. It's not no game. It's yeah. like a fraternity that we started. Like, you know, these my brothers for life. Like, you know, so. Ain't gonna never change, you know. Some some of them uh, faded away, and yeah. you know went they separate. Some of them didn't really, we ain't really rock with, cause you know things spin out at the crib. They ain't come 
take walks with us or, you know, when it was time for it, you know, most of them didn't do that, you know, but I ain't mad at them though, you know, you still get love, you feel me? No, that's real. But, you know, you just picked a different path, like, oh, this ain't that, you know, what's the deal, kids? And, you know, that was just a different path and everything that we went through, man. So, you know, at the time. So what kind of caused you to kind of want to, like, you being a person that kind of want to take it to the next level to make it an actual a business, a clothing brand? Man, what I was just, the inspiration behind that? Well, I ain't going to lie, man. I, I, thought, I thought about this shit during the pandemic, you know. During the yeah. pandemic, you wasn't working, so you come up with a lot of crazy shit on your mind, like, during the time. So, you know, at the time, I was just chilling, drinking, playing the game every day, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You waking up getting paid. So I was just coming to it like, man, I ain't about to keep the, you know, clothes and price start going up. So you was ordering shit online. Shit was taking forever. So, man, you know, I just came up like, man, I'm about to start wearing my own shit, man. Because, yeah. you know, you think about it and look at it, man, the same shit you paying for a Gucci shirt, all this type of shit, bro, it's the same fucking material. It's just the name, you know? People like don't think about that what you what you paying for bro you paying for the same material just the name that you paying for you know yeah, yeah for real, for real. So i just came up i just came up with it like you know i was telling my wife like i'm i'm done buying all this stuff bro man i'm like i'm spending way more than what i'm usually used to spending on yeah. so i just sat down came to it you know what i'm saying hit my matter of fact my little cousin he he drew my design up for my head him up like you still draw cuz he's like yeah now, I'm trying to get this little thing. He said, how you want it? I'm like, man, you know, forever brothers. And I was like, I want, I want it like with two, you know, two of them with the money, you know, chain, you feel me? Yeah. Some legit little stuff. He's like, all right, he drew it up for me. And that's how I brought it out. So during the pandemic, like, I ain't gonna lie, I was slapping, you know, because everybody was looking for a jogging suit. You know, yeah. I was the man, I was, I was the man with the jogging suits at the time, you know? Yeah. I'm at home. You know, I'm cutting the vinyl out on hand. You know, I'm up, I'm up all night pressing. I'm doing all that to create. That's real. <laughs> for real, everything was homemade. People were telling me, what you selling them for? You know, shit, two for 80, two for 120. You feel me? Come back and yeah. shop. They're like, damn, for real? I'm like, yeah, for real, come fuck with me. So, you know, one day, you know, me and the family, we was going on a little trip for Christmas, a little water park. I made yeah. everybody one. I'm on Christmas night, you feel me? Matter of fact, Christmas Eve. I'm pressing everybody's shit up, man. I got to wrap my kids' gifts. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing their rooms. My wife like, boy, you're going to be tired. I'm like, shit, hey, look. But watch this when it comes. So once I made the whole family one, we put it on. Went out of state. Everybody's like, damn, that's that's sweet, bro. What's your brand? You got a website? No, I ain't got no website. I got an Instagram. You know, you can follow, you know. I start doing all that stuff, you know. And it just came, it just came like that. You feel me? I ain't gonna lie though. Vito, he motivated me with it. Like, man, go get it, cause he had the forever vibe. And he like, yeah. bro, go do it then. You feel me? He said, then I'm like, we can do some shit with this shit. And he like, go do it. So, you know, during the pandemic, I came up with it. You know, I slowed down. I was banging, you know, selling it. Then I slowed down, cause you know, work came, started working. So it's time to get back hitting the clock. So, yeah. but I still do it, you feel me? Somebody, um, but you know i started i just started doing it so you know when somebody hit me up hey bro you still got it you know i got a couple a lot of people that be uh oh, bro i need a dragon fit for the fall but like i said it's fall you know i'm coming strong bro with it you feel me you know i got a partner you know buddha you know all the bros i be telling them man we can do this together bro just not, i'm just not a nigga that i'm like i'm I'm just not a nigga 
that's selfish, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm on. I I use all my brothers, bro. We start on that field together. We start that my crib together. Somebody ain't had nothing to eat at that crib. Shit. Yeah. They know my deuces go cook. And you know. No, nah, hey, no, nah, that's for real, for real. So, like, even hopping on to that, like, what was it like being at Osborne and having to build that family-type vibe? Like, why do you feel like that shit was needed? I don't, I don't know. It, it showed you what type of character and type of people you was going to meet in there, though. You feel me? Yeah. You know, Osborne was really was my uh, first choice in high school, you know. I was I suppose yeah. went to Crocky, but OG was like, no, nah, your brother went down here, and you, you know what I'm saying? You going all the way over there. Yeah. You might just go to school with your brother, you know? But I'm like, I ain't need to go lie, though, bro. I cried when my mom told me my mother, I was going to Osborne. Yeah. I, I was kind of scared of that shit because all the stories my sister, you know, Rambo used to tell me, hey, man, niggas get, I'm thinking like, damn, I'm little as hell trying to go in this bitch. But, you know, in my blood, I'm like, shit, I ain't no hoe. But I'm like, shit, I don't want to go to that bitch. I'm like, shit. And my hoe, I ain't going to lie, my destiny needs to play football in um, Osborne. I was going to hoop. You know, I don't lie. You you the one that convinced me to go play football at Osborne. I was yeah. still trying to play pile. Oh yeah, you know, like you know, I was just telling them like, bro, I, don't, I, don't, I ain't about to do this shit, man. Cause you know, the year before that, my eighth grade year, you know, Rambo was coming home to us. I mean, we got our ass whooped. You know, I was looking at DJ Lamar, Mike Jones, Nico when they was on JV. They was like fire. I'm like, damn, these yeah. hoes. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, so I'm like, shit. So when I rocked in that bitch my first day, I'm like. Damn, so I was, like, breaking out with the football team. So, you know, I met a couple guys, like, you know, Elton, Mike Jones. We all lived on the same street. We lived on the same block. So, every day, I was, out like, working out with them, playing, you know. Yeah. We were doing shit like that. So, it was just like, shit, fuck it. You in this bitch now. So, you know, I had family members in there. Yeah. So, it was just like, you got to... Shit, you so, got to eat in that bitch. You, you know, know so, so for real, for real tip. Talk about mm -hmm. your trials and tribulations of making it through Osborne because it's a it's a process having to go from yeah. ninth grade all the way to graduating from Osborne. Yeah, so it's, it's, like man, shit, man. It was, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I had, you had the ups and downs in that bitch. You know, my ninth grade year, you know, that was yeah. like the hardest year because, you know, man, motherfuckers are getting fucked up in that bitch coming. Oh, my up. mama. And that gas station that's really Yeah, but you know one thing I can say, bro, like, I ain't never, my ninth, 10th grade, I ain't never had no problems with nobody. You know, everybody I know, like, Steph with the cool, laid back yeah. type of person, bro, you know. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Shit, the lady man, you feel me? Yeah. You know, I was just on some chill shit, like, shit, playing football, so I ain't need to hoop. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, they were trying to get me to hoop, but I'm like, nah, this football shit rocking now, you feel me? Yeah. I'm like, fuck, yeah. hoop and shit. And I'm like, you know, the 10th grade year, you know, that's when we, we stepped up on, you know, JV, you know, we was rocking, you feel me? Like, okay, oh, we oh, got oh, oh. Shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, after that year, you know, junior came, so, you know, we was about to get the spotlight with DJ and Lamar and them, so I'm like, shit, you know, DJ thought to be, we be at the crib, he'd be like, shit, bro, you got to play, bro. You can't be no bitch, because shit, if you go start or you go sit on the bench. So I'm like, shit, nigga, I'm going to play regardless. All right, nigga, I'm an athlete, nigga. And, you know, that's what I did, you know. Went on that field, did what I did. You know, the trial and tribulation, like, I ain't really came down to it my senior. They were saying, after Coach Hunt got fired, you know, going through that bitch. So it's like I was pacing myself through that bitch. Like, damn, bro, I don't even want to be in this bitch no more. Because, you know, you left that bitch. 
Keith left. You feel me? DJ and Lamar was about to go. Vito knew was gone. I mean, that bitch really like shit. It was Ray, Van, the nigga that I started with. You know, not ninth grade G that we started with, but you know, yeah. Van was playing for the night. But he still was part of that ninth grade class here when we first came in there. So I'm like, shit, you know, Van still over here, Ray still over here. And I'm like, shit, Buddha came and joined his junior, but you know, me and Buddha, you know, we rocking too. You feel me? That's, yeah. that's my baby. Hey, so Buddha was a hooper at first. Yeah, that nigga was <laughs> the football player, you know. So I'm yeah. like, so I'm like, damn. I'm like, you know, they were saying Osborne's clothing, so shit. I'm like, shit, I'm about to get the fuck on. So, you know, I had Coach Joe was like, shit, I'm about to go over here with um Coach KP, the one you took Coach Hopper Woods. He's like at the school called Cesar Chavez. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what what the fuck is that? You feel me? I ain't never heard of it. He said it's a school in the Southwest. So Coach Sean, they used to coach like in 07, 08. I never graduated from basketball. Lamar told him, like, man, Steph can hoop, woo woo. So Coach Sean got me over there in the gym working out hooping. So, you know, I'm getting back in motion with that. So, you know, yeah. Coach Joe's having to call my OG, like, yeah, let him come over here, you know, because I was going to lie. I was going to go to Central over there with Coach Hunt because, you know, he had called me and, like, wanted me to come to Central High School and play yeah. my last year. But I'm like, man, I don't want to go to Central, bro, because that's like on Linwood. I'm, I'm definitely out of my district. You feel me? Out of my conference zone. So I went over there with, like, Coach Sean picking me up every day. So I went over to Chavez, like, you know, it was their first year with a football team. So I'm like, all right, I'm about to come over here. You know, who they playing? They playing in charter school league. But, you know, CPA and Mr. Collegiate was top dog. So, you know, Keith gave me a call, man. Bring your ass to CPA. I'm like, man, y'all got to the rules over there. You got to take straight in your I'm like, nigga, I'm a knucklehead, my nigga. So, you know, I ain't doing that. You know, Eastland right around the corner. So, you know, I'm going to be skipping in that bitch every day. Yeah. So, I'm like, you know, came down to it. I'm over there, Chavez, my mama filling out the paperwork. I'm about to roll in that bitch, you know. It's about to get rolling over here. Yeah. Came back, oh, Osborne ain't closing down. So Coach Coker, you know, he was like, hey, you got to come back or you can't play. I'm like, I'm already enrolled in this school. So, you know, everybody like, damn, bro, you go leave? I'm like, yeah, bro, I was thinking about my future, bro. I'm trying to get yeah. about this bitch. So Coach Coker threw the flag at me, you know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, you you my baby. I looked at you as a father figure. But, you know, like he told me some real shit. Son, you bleed red and white, you know. One thing he told me in my yearbook, like, you're one of the best athletes I ever coached, you know. And I'm, I repost that shit every time because I'm like, you feel me? The potential I had, bro, I could have went far, you feel me? But God had other plans for me, dog. Like, you know, like I tell everybody, like, why you stop? I felt out the love for football, hooping, like, all that shit, bro, like. Is more in, more in life than that. You feel me? So, what do you think was some of the trials and tribulations of trying to make it out of Osborne, or like just DPS in general? Man, you just, just shit. It's a lot. You just have to because for one, I ain't gonna lie. We used to walk through the hood yeah. and roots and yeah, first yeah. by our blocks. Yeah, you. Me and Keith, we'll go all the way down because Keith stayed right around oh, yeah. the corner from me. Then it was like the same time you end up moving, you feel me? So it was like, man, we had Joe Crib, yeah, <laughs> like, East Crib, like, Lamar Crib. Yeah, you feel me? Like, we beat up each other cribs. And you know, Ray, like, you know, Ray and his big brother, Marquise, you know, they stay, they stay right around the corner for us too. I forgot about on Strasburg. Yeah, Strasburg. They stay yeah. over there, you feel me? So, you know, 
weave the mob through it. Like, so, you know, you have to pace yourself like, damn, should I go with this crowd or go with this crowd? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ask some shit like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, uh, I can follow this person. Fuck, you know, you fuck around. It might be the day you get into some shit then, but you go with yeah. this crowd that you've been going with every day that you ain't been getting to no shit with. You good, but, you know. You have to look past all the little bad shit. You know, what I'm saying, don't get me wrong. We we had a couple of bad shit. Right. Yeah, good. It wasn't no shit that we got caught up with and like you know came back and hunt us. We young, you know what I'm saying. So it was just like now going back into like you know um just interactions and shit. You know, recipes AP. Um, oh yeah. Like we have lost a few. You feel me? Just yeah. due to what was going on in the hood at the time. Oh, yeah. So what was it like for you dealing with that? Like, uh, losing AP, losing Nico, losing, like, we, oh, yeah. we lost so many teammates. Oh, yeah. So how was it for you, uh, like, going through that whole process? I, I ain't gonna need to lie, bro. You know, after we graduated from uh, high school, yeah. you know, it was AP in the time, you know, it was, his, it was his last year. So, you know, I, I was getting ready to I was getting ready to move to Missouri, you know what I'm saying, with my brother. Yeah. You know. And you was always talking about Kansas City and all that type of shit, man. You know, my brothers and them all, baby, like, bro, come down to KP at the high school, you know. My mama wanted me to get up out of here. So, you know, I was up at the field, like, matter of fact, the day, like, I was up at the field. It was me, Vanover, Ray, I want to say Buddha. Or it might have just been us three. We was up at the field kicking it with them because I think I forgot yeah. what college band was going to. And Ray was uh Ray was I forgot shit where he was. I think he was going to WC three for a minute. And you know we was up there chilling, talking to him like, man, y'all boys get that dub. You know I seen AP. I'm like, what's still little bro? You know he had that look on his face like, uh, you know. Like, like something was wrong, but you know, we ain't keeping them like, I mean, you know, AP you got that little attitude, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that cut out that practice, because so, you know, later on, baby Mike Tyson, yes. So, you know, later on, you feel me, 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 Van, right? We, we, I told them, all right, y'all boys be smooth. We mobbing up back up the mile, you know, mm-hmm. Ray go his way, Van go his way, and I go my way. I'm like, I'm hit y'all, y'all hit me up, and y'all get to the trip. So, tomorrow, mm-hmm. said he seen AP at the bus stop asking, did he need it? Right, AP said, No, I'm about to get on his bus. So, Lamar, like, okay, Lamar pulled off, you know, didn't think too much about it, bro. I was chilling at home that night, you feel me, kicking it. I think me and DJ was playing the game, you know, before we bust up and head to Missouri. Uh, I get a call the next, the next day, like, like nine o'clock in the morning, you feel me? I feel it like. Like, damn, you feel me? It was Elijah called me, like, hey, bro, you know AP got killed. I'm telling him, like, bro, stop playing, bro. You feel me? I hung the phone up. I'm like, damn, bro, this nigga for real? I called him back. He was like, yeah, you know, and I heard in his voice. He was crying. I hung the phone back up, and I called Buddha, like, damn, bro, they say AP got killed. Buddha, like, man, get the fuck on, and hung up, because Buddha, like, bro, damn. So, you know, Coach Coker gave us the call, like, Hey man, can y'all come up to the field? So we shot up to the field, you know, and he definitely pronounced like he got killed last last night. You know, it was August 24th, so mm-hmm. going to the 25th. So like I was like stunned, like you know, this this kid he ain't do nothing to nobody, bro. The most 
Watch his little like, brothers and shit. Yeah. Like, he, was like, you know, he, he was he was humble, bro. He ain't fuck with yeah. nobody. He ain't, he ain't go around that bitch because he was big and he know how to box. He ain't go fuck with nobody, you know. He stayed to himself and he made so like shit. We was you got my back, I got your back type of shit, you know. Yeah, for real, like for probably yeah. back here before we uh we graduated. I want to say this was about like in April. I want to say him and Eli was walking home um from what well, Ray training. They was right there at the gold burning seven mile gas station, bro. Dude jumped on that day. Yeah, yeah, you know, nigga jumped. Yeah, so my baby AP got hit with a crowbar, you know what I'm saying? He posted yeah. he took a picture and sent it to our little group chat, like, yeah, bro. And I'm like, damn, bro, what happened? So, you know, I stayed right there on Seven Mile Fairport at the time. So, you know, I go up there with my brother, like, damn, but I ain't see them. So I'm calling them, like, where y'all at? You know, they said, oh, we good. I the next day, we went to school, bro. Like, we on 10. Like, you feel me? We didn't know who did what. But the whole time it was some grown niggas, so you know, we we went in that bitch on 10. Yeah. So you know, losing him, bro, that's it, that shit took a big part of me, bro. Like, like damn, bro, you know, it was like one of my brothers, like my mama had him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we'd be at our crib chilling, eating, you know, you come you can come to my house, I ain't gotta be there, you know. That was type of brothers I had from Going to Auburn that played on the football team. Like, yeah. You can go in my house. Like, right now. Hey, your house was a spot, though. You feel me? You know my mama. You know my, my mama know you person. You been over there. You can go knock on the door. Man, she hey, going to feed mama. you. She going to make sure, yeah. like, hey, you got hey, you can lay your head in here. You feel yeah. me? Like, her door was always open to you. Yeah. It was like, man, man. But, you know, that was, like, one of the hardest shit that I deal with growing up, like, Seeing shit like damn, bro, AP. Then I knew it was real when we went to the front. And I'm seeing him laying there like damn. I'm like this shit. That shit fucked me up. Like you know what I'm saying. Like then you don't know who did it, what was behind it, what why they do it. You know what I'm saying. But we know I'm in my head like he was in out here in the streets, bro. He went to church. You know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm thinking my dog. You know he was yeah. his dog, You know, and for somebody to take his life, bro, that was like. Yeah. I was like one of the fucked up shit, and that's how I knew like the streets don't love nobody, bro. You know the streets yeah. ain't gonna love you back. You they know, don't that's how, what you got going on, yeah, they what don't you doing, bro? Man, they see like nowadays they see you with a chain, some glasses. You know what I'm saying? You dressing yeah. nice, bro. They think you the dope man around this bitch, bro. You know, yeah. they they try to kill you, try to rob you, try to do whatever, bro, because you look nice, bro. You know, and that's why you know I fade away. I ain't no street. I ain't in the street selling no drugs, bro. Like. It's more yeah. life than that shit, bro. I love my life more than anything, bro. You know? Yeah. It's hard to get out here and get into that shit, but it's hard to get out that bitch, bro. Because it don't matter if you stop selling drugs or stop whatever you're doing in the streets, bro. That's, Niggas that's don't life, forget. Bro. Still go, it go, that shit still go travel with you. So, you know, yeah. people got to understand, like, when you get in that life, you got to... You gotta know what you what you doing. With, you feel me? So, yeah. So for you, like, just just being on some real honest shit, like for you with that transition, going from dealing with AP death, going with dealing with like the just the transition of like just life. Now you becoming a father. Yeah, you know. My... How does that weigh on you now as a father? Like understanding what's really out here because you've been out here. Yeah, you really have to walk these blocks. Yeah. You really have to go through so, these. Streets. You know what I do with my daughter and my son, bro. You know, yeah. I don't put them. Uh, I don't try to make it like you know. I teach my son basically because you a male. 
you know, you gonna have it hard growing up for one. You know, you gonna always be a threat to the uh, the community, whatever. It don't matter what you do, you gonna be a threat because you're black for one. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? They looking for you to fail, but you know, I tell my, I tell my son every day, we ain't gonna be no failures. The yeah. shit that I went through when I was growing up, bro, you ain't gonna be there. As long as I'm here, yeah. you go, you gonna be smooth, you gonna be straight. You know, I tell my daughter all the time, you beautiful. Don't ever let nobody tell you nothing like that. You know, I'm gonna guide you. Hey, I'm gonna guide you the way you're supposed to. I'm gonna show you how you're supposed to get treated as a young lady. Don't ever let a nigga call you no hoe, no bitch, none of that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, I, my daughter, she nine, so she understand, like I told her, everything is up here in your mind and then in books. Like, all everything else you see is a distraction, you know? Yeah. So, all they tell, all they tell my kids, like, it's better life. So, you know, my son, he did flag football this year. You know, he's playing his kids like six and seven years old. He only four. He had a phenomenal season, you know. So more I keep my kids in activities, bro, keep them away from looking out in the, out here in the street. But they ain't got to worry about that because they don't see that. You know, my son be like, shit, my daddy, he go, he go, he go to work. You feel me? That's all they know. Like, he be at That's work. Real. That's real. You feel That's me? My work. son, you know, he... He, he went to school at My daddy be at work all the time. He never at home. Yeah. You feel me? Hey, that's what daddy go do, man. You know, daddy, I got to provide for you. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. me growing up without my father, my mama was my provider. You know, I ain't saying my daddy wasn't in my life, but my daddy was murdered when I was two because, you know, so he lived that street. If your mom be asking, like, I'm going to cut you off a little yeah. bit. But harp on that, though, because yeah. I understand the impact of your mom because, you know, our yeah. personal experiences with each other. Right. Well, what was it like for you, like, personally, growing up without your dad, you feel me? Like, what was it like for you, and now you becoming a dad? Um, uh, me growing up, growing up without my, my father, bro, it was, it was, it was hard, bro, you know? Like, you know, things that I wanted to talk to my dad about, like, personally, when I got older, you know, you start smelling yourself with the girls, you know? Yeah. I, I couldn't ask my pops that, you know, half the things, like, you know, we... Young, growing up, and I ain't gonna lie. Me, me and DJ, bro, we used to get it, you know what I'm saying? Niggas thought was like, shit, they in the house all girl. You know, my older sisters and, you know, grandma, little cousins and them, females. So they probably thinking like, oh shit, them niggas some hoes. No, nah, we ain't no hoes, but shit, you can you can find out. I'm like, shit, we ain't had no, nobody to call. Like, oh yeah, we about to get it to them. We about to, nah, bro, shit. I'll tell this shit, we about to rock out, bro. Shit, as long as I got you on my back, my nigga. We gonna come out this bitch like as some ace, my nigga. And yeah, that's what yeah, I did. Yeah. You feel me? Like, you yeah. know, I came up off that bitch as an eight, like raised with no father. You know, everybody was telling my mama, like, you know, yo, yo boys gonna be out here like they daddy, they uncle. No, we ain't gonna be like that. You feel me? You can't predict my future, bro, unless you seen my hand or something, you know? Yeah. I know how to play my hands. Like, I ain't fade to the streets because my daddy and my uncle was in the streets, bro. You know, like me saying that shit growing up, nigga, back to back, losing my daddy and my uncle because, you know, big drug dealers, bro. You know, my mama already told me, you got, in the drug game, there's three three ways you gonna be out of there. Either you gonna go broke, you gonna go to jail, or you gonna be dead, you feel me? Yeah. So, it was like, shit, but I'm gonna take that route. Cause listen, at the end of the day, I'm gonna lose regardless in this dope game or not. That's what something you gotta feel and realize, like, you can't always think you're gonna be on top, you know? And it was too late. And I ain't it was too late for my daddy to um to figure that out. Like shit, he was twenty-four when he got killed. 
So you know, at that time, yeah, kids, kids, you know. Yeah, but so, now you, you know, gotta think. Like at the age we at now, the yeah. late, the age we live to, twenty four is a young age. Yeah, you, you know, you think about it, twenty four. My uncle got killed at twenty three. You know, he had four kids, and he didn't get the chance to meet meet his son. You feel me? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, you, you gotta look at things like that. So now that I look at it, you know, I'm reflect back on my life. Like, damn, you know, I went through some shit. You feel me? Now I'm, I'm thirty one. You feel me? I made it past my. The age, the milestones, you know, when you're a middle, you want to make it to 18, you want to make yeah. it to 21, 25, type. It to 25, you make it to 30, you know, I'm 31 now, so, you know, I made it past that because, you know what, because I stay to my, I stay to myself, you feel me, and I fuck with people that I've been fucking with since high school that I know, was, we, you know, we was locked in, my brothers, and, you know, I don't be with all this, oh, I want to meet this nigga, this new nigga, man, he doing this, no, nah, that wasn't me. Yeah. I mean, like I tell motherfuckers all the time, they be see me, oh bro, you might look like um I sell I don't. I just work. You feel me? Yeah. If I can get if I can work fifteen hours a day, I'ma do it. You feel me? Yeah. But you know, like growing up without him, man, it's like it made me a better person, bro. You feel so me? how did that, that have an impact on you as being a father now though? Like because a lot of times people be like, All right, well, you had your father in your life, so how would you know how to be a father? Like see, it, it didn't pack, like, you feel me, because I wasn't taught how to be a father, you feel me? Yeah. You know, I used to watch my youngest siblings, you feel my mama and stuff, while she was go to work and stuff, but, you know, all they can get this kid back, because this really ain't my kid, you know? Yeah. So, you know, growing up, like, nah, like, ain't nobody tell me, like, oh, you got you to gotta do this way, you can't. You can't go do this. I just learned like that. What I used to do, I can't run out and, and go do no more. Like going to the club, partying. No, I couldn't do that, you know? So I have to think about my kids' future before mine. So, you know, I put my stuff on the side so I can raise my kids, you know? Because at that time, you know, you'd be thinking like, damn, man, I ain't really trying to do, sit down, settle down for this. But I did, though, because I, I made them. And I had to raise them. I'm, I'm raising them. You know, yeah. you know that's why I tell some dads, and you know, some dads be dead beat, bro. Shit, I love my kids, bro. Yeah, really? When I'm having a bad day, bro, I see my kids, bro. Hey, man, that shit break my day up, bro. When I get that call from my kids when I'm at work, yeah. hey, dad, you coming home, you feel me? My son, he, he'll call me about like 40 times while I'm at work. Like, dad, when you coming home? I'll be, be at home at this time. All right, cool, you feel me? My daughter, she'll call. Can you do this? You know what I'm saying? I call her bougie, man, because everything she needs, she want, bro. She got to get it, you feel me? But I ain't yeah. mad, though, man, because if I got it, they for sure go have it, you know? Yeah. By me being like in a, was like eight, my mama had eight kids, bro, you know? We ain't, it, wasn't it was it was hard for my mama, you know. She she was young herself, you know what I'm saying? My mom was probably about twenty-one, like twenty yeah, twenty-one, going on twenty-two, with four kids. You know, my mama had my mom had four kids when she was twenty, bro. You feel me? So that's why I always give my I take my hat off to my mama, bro, because yo yo husband dead, you with four kids, you know, back then, you know, stuff was cheap, but you got four kids. You had a seven-year-old. You had a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and you had a two-year-old. So basically, you still got like two toddlers. You might say all your kids still toddlers, you know. So you dealing with that, like, 
after your husband get killed, you get a call. Uh, yo, you know, nigga. Like, like damn, nigga. Like, motherfucker can only imagine what it's like to hear yeah, that you know, spouse got killed. And then you got to think like, damn, what what I'm gonna do? I'm on twenty. Yeah. I got four kids, and you knowing that my daddy was the one. He was your provider, so he made sure. You know what I'm saying? My daddy was like that. Like every day, we had new shoes. New clothes, you feel me? You live when you live that life, you gonna get your kids that fashion life, you know. Then like yeah. I like I was saying, like when he he died, you know, my, we failed off, you feel me? But you know what I'm saying? And that shit made me like, you know what I'm saying? Got me like through that shit, like you feel me? Like cause you yeah. can have it, and that shit can be gone, you know. Yeah. And, you know, and all that around like, my mom she struggled, bro. You know, yeah, my bad, my bad. I to, uh, cut you off, but I do want to ask this question though. Mm-hmm. So now, as you as a father, do you kind of change your perspective on how you carry yourself based off of what you didn't like? Not even what you didn't see, but what you didn't experience because, like, you had to grow up without your father because of his lifestyle choices. So now, do that have an impact on the the decisions you make now as a man? Yeah, that's, that's definitely dude. You got to make that right decision, bro. Like, I can't make no wrong decision, bro, and get myself caught up into something then take me away from my kids. You know, yeah. so so I gotta I gotta make a right decision. Like, I gotta go. I gotta follow my first mind. Like, you know, I can't always double back. Like, damn, should I go go ahead and make this one little run, bro? That one little run can fuck me up. Like, give me 20, 20 to life. Yeah. You know, trying to try to do some shit like nah so you know that, that impact me like everything i had to do bro gotta be legit gotta i gotta show my son the right way it's more than more than this at the high school or whatever you're doing in your life i don't care if you don't go to college because college ain't for everybody you know that's real so, that's you know real. i tell my daughter that like you know what i'm saying her favorite thing she wanted to do this she wanted to do that hey you know what i'm saying if you want to do nail you can start your own business. You young, you know. So you nowadays, at their age, you know, they can get they can get started early with it. You know, for real, for so, you know, real. I'm the type. I go to Five Below, buy the little fake nail set. If she want to do my nail shit. My daughter, she asked me, can she do my pedicure? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. You feel me? This go, this go, this go make you who you is. Gonna make you some money. I'm, I'm all with it. As long as it ain't no bullshit, I'm with it. Yeah. You know, my son, he did, like, he was in daycare. He did his Black History program. You know, his favorite quarterback, Jalen Hurts. You feel me? He, he really think he that. I, you know, on his little football <laughs> field, he like. That's real. Yeah. You feel me? He went up to, to the coach. I need number two. But they gave him number one. Like, you can take number one. He like, no, he want number two. I mean, go get the number you go get. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's his dream and passion right now. He want to play football, you know? Yeah. So. Like me, my dad wasn't there for me to put the ball ball in my hand, but my daddy, you know, he was a he was a quarterback for Catering back in like in nineteen eighty seven, you know. He was over there, you know. And you know, he I ain't have nobody put the ball in my hand. I watched my older brother DJ, he played it. But you know, I you know, used to be on punishment so much, bro, because I was bad as hell, but I always fighting in school, you know, so you know. Grandma used to, you know, ground me. So I used to be in the basement dribbling the ball, you know, shooting in the garbage can like shit. When I get all punished, it's gonna be bad for niggas. Yeah. And, you know, you know, DJ to be in the basement, he used to be doing his push up. Like, man, you gotta get big. I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm cold with this rock. So, you know, when a nigga finally got all punished, it's summertime. 
So nigga outside really hooping, like, you know, I trained myself to hoop. Like, you know, yeah. I learned, I watched DJ play football his whole little life, you know. So I just learned off of him, like, shit, if he can do that shit, I can do it too. But you know what, it was in my daddy's blood. So it was in my, it was in our blood to do it, yeah. you know. So, you know, but my son, he got it easy because I'm, I'm here every step of the way. Like, I don't run for that. I'm a full, I'm a full, I ain't gonna, I'm a full time father. I wouldn't even say like, he got it easy. Yeah, he, he don't. He, he don't got he it support. easy. He don't got it easy, but he got he got way more help. Somebody put the ball in his hand, yeah. go short and steps, you know. And I'm like, you feel me? You got it, you know, because I'm gonna be there every step of the way for you. As long as I'm here, I'm gonna be every step in the way for you, you know. So like, I got a question for you. Like, how do you deal with like the self care out of all the traumatizing experiences? Like, even growing up with a father, that's trauma. Yes, it really Losing somebody that you love, AP, recipes AP. Yeah. You feel me? It, it's trauma. Yeah, you know. You have to like a, be on guard when you walk yeah. through your neighborhood just to make it home every night because yeah. you gotta walk through different scenarios. That's trauma. So yeah. how as a black man in Detroit, you feel me? As a black man just in general, how do you deal with that everyday trauma? Man, you know, I got a therapist that I talked to, you know, because it really took me, my daddy been dead for 29 years, man. So it took me, I ain't gonna lie, it took me to this year to like, just to, you know, let it count, because I'm always a high head when it comes to him. You feel me? You say the wrong thing about him, I don't give a fuck shit how old I am. I'm gonna blow your shit out. You ain't got no my daddy, but, you know, it took me so long, like, to, you know, get over that, let it die down, like, you know, you feel me to me? I start talking to a therapist, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I feel like, damn, bro, I'm already heated. You know what I'm saying? We go hoop somewhere. I'm the type of nigga, nigga said around, I'm gonna found you, bro. I'm not gonna talk to you. But, you know, had to calm myself down cause I'm like, shit, I got a kid, bro. So walking through the neighborhood, seeing how shit was going, everywhere you go on the corner, it's a t-shirt, balloons, you know what I'm saying? So you, really? know, you, all, you all they gotta think, you all they gotta yeah. think, like, damn, that's yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, that could have been some my brothers, one of my other brothers. You feel me? So every time you walk through it, like I ain't gonna lie, man. Seeing like people that you know passing away, damn, it's so young, you know? And like, damn, bro, we ain't you ain't graduate high school, getting killed. Now they got their t-shirt hanging up on the corner. So you walk through that shit, like going through your neighborhood, like you look like, damn, bro. I wish we we ain't live in this neighborhood. I wish we'd have stayed across eight miles. You know what I'm saying? Man, for real, for real. Hey, rest in peace, Keon, uh, Keandre, bro. Yeah. Like we we watch niggas that had four point O's and get killed. Man, yeah, yeah, and that was the fucked up thing. You know, Keandre played with us our ninth grade year in football. You feel me? That's the, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. That was the fastest big boy I seen in high school. Boy, that, boy was fast, <laughs> that nigga bro. had moves. Yeah, yeah he was, <laughs> was a hooper too, though. You feel yeah. me? Like I forget why we had gym together. We'd been me, him, Malak. I want to say Tillery, we be in that bitch hooping. And I'm like, damn, they think he can hoop. Then he came and played football, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, yeah. this shit, bro. He keeping up with us. But, you know, like, came into that senior, he said he was going to come back and play football, but he ended up getting killed, you know? That shit was fucked up. I really want to say, like, in our time here, that was, like, the first person that got killed out of our little class. Like, when he was in our class, he was in 010, but yeah, out of our little team. age group limit, you know? Yeah. Getting killed, you know? Then, you know, I can't forget my dog, Perry, you know what I'm saying? He got killed, too, you yeah. feel me? He got killed before AP, so it was just like, 
month right after each other, they both got killed. You know, I'm gonna say two months down there. Like, you know, the class of 2012 lost two of they, two of they, they peoples, you know? Yeah. So, you know, like I say, bro, walking through it and I look back at it, bro, like, damn. Life was, life was hard, bro. Like, trying to get, trying to get through there, bro, and trying to make it, trying to make it out, bro. So, you know, all they look at it like, dog, I gotta get up out of here, bro. Gotta get yeah. my mama out of here. You know, but my mama, she she built for it, bro. She been around for long. She she don't saying my mama, like I tell everybody, my mama the strongest, bro. You feel me? Sometimes yeah. I mean my mama, we don't see eye to eye, but shit, I still, you know what I'm saying? I love that lady to death, bro. I don't care. I'm, I'm 31 years old. I call my mama right now and tell her I'm hungry. I got a wife. I call my mama, I'm hungry. Uh, what you cook? She come and get you a plate. Okay. I go over there and go to sleep at my mama's crib, you know, but I don't see my mom. She lost a lot, bro. Like losing her daddy, her husband, her brother. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. My granddaddy, you know, he was in the Navy, Air Force. He wasn't in the streets. You feel me? But losing then, like you know, she was a kid, like 12, 13, when her daddy died. So growing up, she found love with my daddy. You feel me? Her and my daddy got married at an early age, and all that type of stuff, man. And you feel me? You living your best life, then boom, come your husband get killed. Then your brother and you was like, like this, yo. You know, y'all got the same mama and daddy. So four years like go past, like you thought you was healing off your husband. Then come '98, your brother get killed. You know, you get you get a call saying your brother was dead. He on he had St. John. He got shot ten times. So you like, damn. You thought you in the house with me and DJ? You feel me? We killing. You know, I'm like, at the time, I'm probably about like five or six. You know, looking at my mama, like, getting us, because my grandma stayed across the street from us. We stayed on Manistique and Mac at this time. So, you know, we going over there, like, going knocking on my grandma door, telling her, like, my uncle was dead. My grandma shutting the door in my mama's face, like, boom, stop fucking playing with me. You feel me? My mama, like, shit, no, nah, for real. Your son dead. You know, going up to the hospital. You know, you seen you seen your uncle in that on that bed, bro. You know, the last man that was there for you was gonna be that that male that father figure for you. You know, yeah. so you looking like, damn, who the fuck I'm gonna turn to now? So you know, I had my brother though. You feel me? That's what made me strong, bro. So yeah. my brother fuck up on some shit. He'd tell me, no, bro, don't do that. You feel me? Yeah. But even hopping on that though, like, how big was brotherhood for you growing up? Like, how big was having an actual brotherhood around you? And that shit was big, big, bro, because, you know, like I say, bro, it was just me and DJ. You feel me? I fuck with my cousins, but, you know, I fuck with one of my cousins, that one we played against from Gross Point. That's, yeah. my, that's my brother. So, so his, bro- <laughs> his brother was my that brother. got down on our ass, though. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Get real soon, boom. You know what I'm saying? But those was my other brothers. But, like, most of the time during the day, you feel me? It was just me and DJ. So when we met y'all, you know, the football team, we went to Osborne, we met y'all. Then uh, I can't forget my cousins, cause they were definitely like, like my brothers to the Sims boys, you know, doing my cousins, but we was brothers. I know if I'd have called them, Irving, Monte, Durelli and all of them, I would've called them. They was coming in the flash, you know what I'm saying? But you know, that brotherhood, that shit was deep, bro, because we we met, we met, we met some real genuine niggas, bro. Like, some of us had that fucked up man time, but some of us all on some positive shit, bro. Like, yeah, bro, yeah. let's do this, let's do that, bro. You feel me? Like I say, 
I ain't lying though, man. My nigga keeps to tell you, bro. Me, him, and DJ, bro, we to be watching walking motherfuckers, bro. Yeah, nah. I ain't gonna lie, bro. That, like, you no, know, I that, didn't know that shit, though, because it was like, nigga, like. This one, you was like, staying on young. Yeah, you, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna be lying, though. Me, Keith, and DJ, man, we to be taking some walks, bro. Like, I'm talking about bro, daily, real, bro. like, nigga, niggas are going from Hazel Ridge and fucking Hazel Ridge. We going to, we going to, man, we had, we going to Keith's crib. You feel me? My baby, he had it. He had it hard. You feel me? You read his book, really? bro. You feel me? You understand his pain. It's like, so I ain't gonna lie, bro. My, when he pop his shit, bro, I'll be happy, bro. So when he yeah, comes, for real, bro, for real. Bro, he, hey, that's he why, hey. Bro. Shout out to Marquis Dorsey. Yeah, bro. Hey, if y'all know, that's the hood psychology. Man. You feel me? Right now. I ain't gonna lie, bro. When, when, my, when my nigga pop his shit, bro, I man, pop your shit, my nigga. You can. He really like he's staying he living it now. He living, he living, he living the dream that he all they wanted, bro. Yeah. He got yeah. it now. You feel me? Pop your shit. I don't give a fuck. People might think he cut. Nah, bro. Y'all know my nigga. He deserved to be that. Yeah, y'all. know my nigga story, bro, and how that nigga was, bro, and how he was living. Y'all understand that nigga, bro. You feel me? Like, we used to like ride to school man. together, all man. type of shit, bro. For real. Like, like catching the bus. Man, catching the bus. Like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Everything wasn't all the way peach and gold with us, bro. You know what I'm saying? I like you to get, I like you to get cut off, man. But, you know, that yeah. shit made us strong, bro. That didn't break us. So, that is showed, my mom always showed us. Growing up, bro, you gotta be on this. You know what I'm saying? You got this, yeah. do that. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? I ain't never it's like gonna say, oh man, my mama did. My mama did everything, bro. Her best. My sister, Nene and Trini, bro, they was young. Oh, my mom. Oh, hey, they should let you go borrow the whip, though. We ain't gonna talk about huh? that, though. Man, they should let you borrow the whip, though. No license, no license no, at all. <laughs> but I ain't gonna lie, my two sisters, shout out to them too, bro. Like, they was 18, 19, bro, taking care of her. My mama take care of us, bro. Came to home, coming all that. My sisters and them all, they made sure we had it, bro. So I can't never can't never doubt it. My mama had a support team behind her, bro. My sisters, they they stuck for us, bro. Like my sister Nene, she was fresh out of high school and I was going to high school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She was paying. Damn, bills. I didn't think about how young they was. Man, that's why I said my, my sister, she ain't had no kid. She just had her first baby like three years ago when she was about 30 something. You feel me? But like after now, I call her, call he's one of my sisters. Hey, bro, I need a face. We should be sliding her motherfucking, hey, 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 her motherfucking truck. <laughs> hey, man, the train the truck. That bitch is fight. Hey, my nigga Keith should tell you too, bro. Hey, man. <laughs> we had the stories. Sliding that motherfucker. <laughs> we got stories for days, man. You know what I'm saying? I got yeah. Jamal. You feel me? Shout out to little boy Jamal. He grew up under us too, watching us. And, man, our brotherhood too. Kaya, little brother. But like I say, bro, that brotherhood, that shit was deep, bro. As not, bro. Them niggas come to my crib right now, bro. We can sit here and play cards. You can too. You know what I'm saying? When you went to Minnesota, when you went to Minnesota and shit, bro. You know, I still cover content. Hey, bro, we still, bro. Like I say, a lot of niggas that I still got a bond with, bro. I ain't got to talk to you every day. But when I see you, nigga, you go think, nigga, we talk every day because we go laugh, we go joke. But at the end of the day, bro, I still love all my FBS bros, bro. I'm going to wrap this shit to, to I leave, bro. Forever yeah. present, bro, you know? This shit, this shit in me, bro. Like, so, like, after all the shit that you've been through, all the all the trauma you endured, like, how have you discovered self care is important? Yeah, that self care is definitely important because I really found out about self care because I had uh, emergency eye surgery like 
January twenty fifth. You know, my original detachment. My own I see right now too. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hey man, I'm, I'll tell you some shit about that. Like, I ain't never know that. Uh, like it was bad. You know, I was telling my wife like last year. Like, damn, I can't see at nighttime. I can't see. Man. You know, she she was like like. She all think because I don't like driving. I ain't gonna lie, I don't like driving, but I always try to make her drive. But I used to be on some real shit though. Like, I can't see at nighttime. You know, when it rains, yeah. snow, it fuck my vision up in the light, hit my shit, fuck my shit up. So, you know, I set an appointment for Lance Craft. The woo, you know, kind of he was wrong with my shit. They like, oh, you might just need some glasses. But, you know, I spent some money on some glasses, got some glasses. Told me, well, your glasses for a year. I'm like, all right. I came this year. I, you know, I'm wearing my glasses every day, watching TV, however you want to do it. I'm telling her, like, no, I feel like my shit got worse. You feel me? So I set another appointment for, like, I ain't fucking with Lance Crab because they probably told me some fucked up shit. I went to this one doctor on Nam Island Harbor, our doctor, you know. Yeah. He did. He sent me to express, like, yeah, your rental detached. Your macular got, like, two holes. You got blood and fluid in there. I'm like, damn, what caused that? He couldn't need to tell me. So, you know, he told me I need emergency, you know, eye surgery because he was like, because I would have waited. If I ain't never called, you know, like, fuck, I'm gonna go to this different eye doctor. If I would've just said, fuck, I'm gonna keep wearing these glasses, I'd've went blind in my right eye, you feel me? Like, I ain't really ain't got no vision in there right now, but, you know, I was like, I'd've went blind. So, I ended up getting the surgery, you know, it was success. Then, like, every Friday, I was taking a needle to my eye, like, you know. So, you know, I was like, I was kind of fucked up, you know. No, no, I wasn't at work. You feel me? I was in at home. My wife was, you know, every Friday she got to be at work. She got to take the kids to school because I was down. You feel mm-hmm. me? Then I couldn't lay on my back, couldn't lay on my stomach, had to lay on my uh, left side. So it was just like, it was like it was getting hard. So you know, the short term disability from your job, you know, the money ain't shit for what I was making. You feel me? Yeah, for real. So, you know, surgery, I had to pay percentage of that shit. That shit was like 1200 after my, my insurance covered so much. Had to pay that. Then I had to pay $50 every Friday. I'm going to the doctor to get this needle in my eye. So, you know, that's, a lot of that shit was hitting me like, damn, you feel me? And like, a lot of that shit was hitting me. So, you feel me? My wife was always there. I got you. My, you know, everybody hit me. So, it got to a point, bro, like, I built this shield, bro. I ain't want to come outside. I ain't, I ain't want to do nothing. Like, I stayed in the crib, bro, because I, I had a patch on my eye. Like, my eye was always bleeding. So, you know, I look in the mirror. Like, I was taking, like, four different eye drops 16 times a day, each one. So, you know, my wife, was she had to take off of work, you know what I'm saying, to take care of me. And, like, at the end of the day, I still got kids. You know, they were telling me, like, I can't lift up more than 10 pounds. So I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I can't even fuck with my mm-hmm. kids. So, you know, I just got to a point, like, I went into a whole depression stage, like, you feel me? So when I did try to go back to work, I'm like, man, I can't sit at home. I've been sitting at home for too long. Yeah. You know, I forced myself to go back to work, you feel me? I was working at a front desk, you know, making some money. Um, I was getting, I would, I had to call my wife. Early on, she just get off work and drop the kids off at school. I'm calling her, like, I don't think I want to be here, because this ain't me, you know, I'm wearing glasses, you know what I'm saying? It's wintertime. I got glasses on my face. Ain't no sun on no shining. Motherfuckers coming out, oh, you got this. You know, it was a couple days I had to leave work because my eye, like, was, like, really fucked up. So I was working from, like, 7 to 3. 
but my hours cut short. So it's like mm-hmm. when it got dark, I can either drive outside at the time and I'm fresh off. So I got to a point mm-hmm. where I just like, I'm going to sit at home. Like, I sat at home to about like, I want to say about like June. You feel me? You know, I ain't, you know, I got to tell people, I ain't never afraid to say, you know what I'm saying, the job, you know what I'm saying, we start lacking on business, you know, job laid me off because they like, shit, you know, we ain't used for it, but you know, and I ain't uh, bouncing back going somewhere else, pay, getting paid a little bit more, you feel me? So, I like I was to tell people, bro, you go take some L's in your life with, with shit, and the shit that I was dealing with, bro, it had me like put a depression stage, like, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, bro, I ain't, I ain't never afraid to admit like, had me, like, nigga wanted to end everything, the pain that I was going through. Like, just imagine just sleeping on one side of your, on the bed. So, it got to a point, bro, I had to sleep on my couch, bro. Like, you know, my wife used to have to stay up overnight to make sure I don't roll on my back, on my stomach. Because I'm the type of motherfucker, I've been asleep on my stomach, on my back. But I couldn't do that, you know. So, at the time, bro, man, I, I went through it, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just not coming up, so, you know, Lamar and Buddha, you know what I'm saying, everybody, you know, who fuck with me, Vito and all that, was, Vito was flying in, in time, you know what I'm saying, bro, you'll be good, you know, then get through this shit, bro, you better than that, you know, Keisha hit me up, bro, you good, bro, you need anything, Lamar, he came over here, shoveled my snow for me, him and Buddha, you feel me, that's, that's what I say, that brother shit was real, you know, mm-hmm. but at this time, DJ had a broken leg, so we both was fucked up, so I'm thinking in my head, Something go go wrong in the family with my sisters and them. Me, me and bro, we can't even move. You feel me? Cause we fucked up. He got a broken head. I got one eye at this time, bro. So I'm like, we fucked up. You feel me? But good thing, you know, ain't nothing happened though, man. At the time while we was down, no bullshit. But you know, we had to call the backup brothers. Hey, bro, I got to slide over this way, you know. But like I say, man, that self care is like, it's big, bro. So you know. Like I said, I talk to my therapist all the time, bro, because, like I say, I went through a whole like, of shit, like, at what point did you come to a realization, like, I need to talk to a therapist? Hey, man. Hey, I, I fell in real life, bro. I, I got bad, bro. You know what I'm saying? Me and my wife, we was tonight. I was pushing her away because I was just, I'm like, I was mean. I was, like, wasn't, wasn't fucking with nobody, bro. I wasn't answering no calls, no phone. Like, Nigga, I was, nigga, I'm talking about, nigga, I ain't never mean to my kids, bro. My, both my kids, they sit under me all day. Nigga, I was mean to the kids, bro. And I was like, damn, my son told me one day, like, daddy, you mean. You know, after you got your eyes said, you been mean. And, you know, and I felt that shit like, damn, bro, what the fuck going on? And I was saying, like, my, I, ain't, I ain't fucking with nobody, bro. Like, I built this little, this little room. And got boxed myself in in the corner, bro. Like in a four way corner. Like I was locked up. I ain't want to fuck with. I ain't come outside. My wife to be like, come on, but let's go somewhere. <laughs> no, I'm smooth. I'm chilling in the crib. I don't want to go. Buddha don't pull up. Hey, we about to go to L crib. You coming? No, nah, bro. Y'all go ahead. If I do pop out, I'm telling them niggas in the next 20 minutes, I'm ready to go to the crib. You feel me? So, like, bro, I, I've been through it like this year, bro. Like I was telling them, I, I took so many L's, bro. You know, but now that you know what I'm saying, I started this off bad. You feel me? But like I say, you will never see me you will never see me down or you'll never see me crumble because you know what I'm saying, I got a strong heart, but it's a lot of scars on that bitch. But I don't been through some t- worse shit than what I'm what I'm dealing with now. So now that I you know what I'm saying, so now I feel like, you know what I'm saying, my wife and me, we was at odds arguing all the time, you feel me? And you know, I'm like, damn, I had to sit back like damn. Maybe it's me, bro, cause you know, like she told me, we got this eye surgery, you just built this shield around me. 
But you know how to I, I tell you though, like yeah. you talking about your eye surgery. Yeah. Like I don't know if you see like yeah. Nigga, my eye but, been, but you see my shit, my shit fucked up. My shit ain't gonna be the same. Yeah, but like, I find inspiration through your story though. Like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to, you know, know like, a lot of people be like, damn, most people gonna be shy. I was, you know, I ain't want to tell tell people what happened. You know, I, when I yeah. finally post a picture, when I have the shit on my eye, people like, damn, what happened? You no, know, probably motherfuckers probably thought like, damn, did he get shot or not? No, I ain't, I ain't get that. You feel me? You no, know, I had people inbox me, damn, you got shot. No, I ain't get shot. I just had, you know, a regular eye surgery, you know? Yeah. Ain't no, so my, you know, my lady, she just felt it like I was pushing her away. So I had to calm myself and she told me, you need to talk to someone about You feel hey, me? Hey, so that's I'm, my, real you. Like, I don't know if this is going to help you or not, but from your life testimony and what you done been through, help me find insight, bro. Because me going through my own eye yeah. shit, bro. But one, one thing I'm going to tell you, bro, if like if you gotta get the original surgery, bro, like mm. it's gonna be tough, bro. It's gonna be gonna be hard, but like I don't say I'm your brother. Mm. I've been through it, bro. So I'm gonna all be like shit. I can walk you through that shit, bro. Cause mm. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I gotta have I gotta have another uh, eye surgery, and and like I was supposed to have it in July, but I wasn't comfortable to get it. You feel me? I'm like, mm. I ain't ready for it yet. But he told me, okay, it's cool. But you know, when I told myself about next year, I should be prep myself and be ready for it, you know, yeah. and be ready to go. You feel me? Because you know, now that I look at it, I'm I look at it now like, bro, when I hoop, shit, I don't need to hoop the same. And I go over the morning like, cause I be like, shit, I can't see out this right side, so you know, I gotta play that different way. Then I'm like, I'm scared to get hit in the face the wrong way, you know. So it's a, it's a lot of shit that you go through. I go through with this shit. So you know, sometimes like I might wake up, my shit be bloodshot red. People be looking like, damn, bro, you hot? No, I only smoke. Yeah, I'm man. Like, and you got big time shit yeah. like, yeah. you know, I'm like, damn, no, my eyes just fucked up right but now. But you know, <laughs> like like I say all the time, bro, man. You got one thing for sure, bro. Like I don't know, you got to go to the hot doctor, bro, for your checkups. Got to, bro. You never know what's wrong with you. You know, you might be the healthiest motherfucker moving the ball, hooping, doing whatever you're doing, working out, but you never know what the inside of your body looking like. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I'm the type of person, I ain't going to no eye doctor, bro. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong. That was, that was me, but I'll go get a checkup and all that type of stuff. But eye doctor, no, nah, I go to the dentist appointment and all that, but I, yeah. but that, you feel me? I can see fine, but my shit was really fucked up, and that's when I, Went, but I'm like, I probably could have saved my shit a little bit more if I would have went like when I was supposed to win, you know. But like, it, it's it's a struggle, man. You know, as long as you got somebody on your side, somebody in your corner, bro. Like my my wife was, bro, was on my corner and on my side, bro, every step of the way. By the time I went into the surgery, and my mom was there too, you know. And, you know, my siblings, you know, they'd call, hey, you, you know, yeah, you feel me? But most of the time, bro, I was asleep. You know, I probably, I would say I sleep by like two hours out, two hours here. I had to get up two hours there. Then I was like so glued to my phone because I only had to have my head down like this. Like I'm about to say a prayer or something. I couldn't look up like this. I had to have my head down. So yeah. it was like a lot of shit come with that. So, you know, by me being through there, the next person that got to go through it. I can make it easy for you, but I'm not gonna say it's gonna be easy because you used to like waking up with both, seeing out of both of your eyes. Yeah, when I wake up, 
my right eye, it'd be cloudy. Like, you know, you be in a car, people smoke, yeah. you can't see shit. That's how my eye be, you feel me? You know, like all they tell, I, you know what I'm saying? I tell my wife, like, bro, I don't like taking pictures like that. You know what I'm saying? I have really? my glasses on. <laughs> you get, you can in see my last you. interview, I did my interview with glasses on. Yeah, yeah I said that. You know, I, like I ain't gonna lie, I started like I'm my glasses on, but you know, like a person told me, man, like, you know, you just gotta set your new look the way you look. You feel me? Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm still me. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm, I ain't gonna change that. Only, only thing changed how my eye look. But at the end of the day, I'm still gonna be me at the end of the day. You feel mm -hmm. me? So I just had to overcome, like, how I look. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? When I, like, first time I took the eye patch off, I was in Walmart with my wife. You know what I'm saying? You know, the kids don't, kids be wanting to know something because they knew in this world. The little boy had to be about, like, five or six. Mm -hmm. I hit the corner and he seen me. He like, what happened to your eye? You know, his mama hit him upside the head and stuff. And I'm like, no, he don't, he don't, he's just trying to see what happened, you know? Yeah, so I, I told him, you know, and that's when I really got comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, a little kid asked me what happened. You feel me? I feel like the little kid, you know, he feels sorry or something. You know, when I told him, you know what I'm saying? Love you too, Faye. When I told him what happened, he was like, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just take care of your, yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Make sure you're right with you. You know, so that's when I really gave compliment because, you know, this little kid really wanted to know what happened. You know, he wanted to know figure life out. You feel me? Yeah. And that's all he, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, you know, the mama shouldn't have to hit him, though. But, you know, he just wanted to figure out and see what was what. But like I say, bro, man, you know what I'm saying? I can give you my eye doctor. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can go to him and he'll definitely let you know what's wrong with your shit, bro. Because mm -hmm. some of these little eye doctor places, I ain't gonna tell you, give you the full contact of your shit and let you know, like, my shit was damaged, bro. You know? Mm -hmm. and I, I, every day I just get up and look, like, damn. I'm really looking out of one eye, but, you know, my cousin, my cousin, she told me something, you know, shout out to Shelly, you know, she just told me something, like, when I'm around the house, close, close this, my left eye and work through my right eye because make make my vision get back stronger, you know, see if it's going to mm -hmm. come back, you know. But, you know, I'm like, I'm going to have to try it, but, you know, I got to keep my head on this on the swivel, you know what I'm saying, because I got kids in the house, you feel me? I can't be around here trying to do this and my kids have been to this, some shit, now I got to be, oh, man. So, you know, I got to be on the swivel. No, that's real. You still got to be on the swivel, you know what I'm saying, around. Around your surroundings, you know. This is gonna go on to my next question. Like, so now moving forward in life, what's some of the biggest principles you feel like you want to pass down to your son? Man, the biggest. Like, I understand you got more than one kid, yeah. here, you know, but I'm just as a man, <laughs> I want to pass down to your younger boy. Man, what I want to pass down to him is like, man, don't follow, don't don't follow me, you know. You know what I'm saying? I ain't a fucked up kid. I ain't do that. You know, I did some fucked up shit growing up. But I want you to be better. You know what I'm saying? Me, you know, in high school, you know, I'm a smart kid, you know, but yeah. I bring home a 2.3. Shit, I ain't give a shit. I was skipping school. You know how that, yeah. you know how that goes. You know, I was, trying to, I was living life, you know? Like, yeah. trying to figure stuff out. You know, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, though. My life grades here. Shit, you know, you go in high school, you see. These older girls, they strapped the fuck up. So I'm skipping school. Man. You feel me? We were smoking weed in ninth grade. 
Like I said, like, like, hey, if it wasn't for you though, bro, I would have been living that Detroit fantasy life. Like, nigga, I might go play the league until I go into 10th yeah. grade. But you know, I would like, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, you might be coming to get this, play this high school. I'm like, I'm playing it, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? I ain't, I ain't even like starting my music class. You like, nigga, you about to go play. Like, I, I ain't even start my ninth grade, bro, because I really didn't want to play either. But I just seen how high yeah. that shit was today, how they was at first. I'm like, fuck it, we might do road this shit. You feel me? So after the season was ended. You know, I started, you feel me? So I was like, no, this shit Hey, cool. and you both, like, no lie. Tim Hey, Tim Granger was hype, bro. You feel me? <laughs> that bitch was live. You feel me? We was at my house getting dressed for homecoming all time. Uh, hey, <laughs> we still got some pictures, oh, you hey, feel hey, me? Oh, oh, hey. oh, life, though, bro. Oh, hey, life, man. bro. I ain't gonna you know. lie to you. Nigga. Yeah, that's, that's that's how that that's how that shit was, man. Like, man, nigga, from nigga, from your mama come up to the games, nigga, with food, yeah, all type of shit. Time. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, I, I used to get, I used I'm borrowing DJ shirt to where I need my button up and shit. <laughs> Niggas making sure I had a good ass tie, like, hey, nigga. man, you hey, know, we, I, hey, shout out to DJ, bro. I wear that nigga hey, shirt going home, coming to <laughs> Jerry Jim, bro. Hey, man, <laughs> but you know, did nobody, did nobody either know, like, you know. Yeah. Who we ain't the type nigga? Oh, I think that's my nah, bro. It was never was that, bro. We we it brothers. It was all love. It was all love. You feel me? We brothers, and we like nah, bro. Go ahead, bro. Do your thing, bro. You feel me? Nah. Yeah, hey, that's the words. It was like I was straight, cause I came back to y'all. Cause I didn't have to go. But home. yeah, but you know the love advice. You know I get in my son and just just be a better person than I am, bro. Like, hey. You you stuck on this in school? Let me know. You feel me? Mm. You go. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm gonna lead you the right way. You feel me? I'm gonna be that male figure that all they wanted in my life that I didn't have, so I can put that in my son. So you feel? Mm. Anytime you feel like you into some shit, I no, I'm gonna call my daddy. Yeah, cause you come you coming with a team behind you. Mm. I come with a team behind me, so I don't I don't step alone. But you know what I'm saying? I can't. But I don't step on a team coming with me. You feel yeah. me? So it's not it's not like it's oh it's just me and your uncle. You feel me? Nah, we coming strong. You know. So you know I teach my son, bro. Like I don't care, bro. A person go talk. Let a person talk. A person ain't in your face. Let it be. You know what I'm saying? You know this new generation. You know all these kids they live off this fashion stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a sneakerhead now. Nah, you feel me? Because you know I'm able to buy what I want. You feel me? So I ain't, you know, OG not, it's not like I'm in school. My OG, she's struggling. So you got to get like one pair of shoes here and there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a sneakerhead. So, you know, some people see me, y'all probably see me post my pictures. Like, damn, he not, a, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I buy my own stuff. So I teach my son, you know, and daughter, you know, they, they a little, I call him a little sneakerhead, but my son, I call him a sneakerhead. <laughs> he like, he like his little Walmart light up shoes. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, ain't, I ain't even mad at you, you feel me? This is what you like. I'm a bad. It's such a shit. It is what it is. Like, you ain't got like. I ain't, I ain't got a, you know what I'm saying? He got, he got Jordans that he want to, if he want to put them on, you can put them on. You know yeah. but, uh, I teach my son, you ain't got to always live with this material shit, bro, because you see somebody else with it. Because that person's struggling, trying to make themselves look good. You know? Yeah. Facts, facts. Like, you know? 
Oh, you buying you you buying all this stuff, and it, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it to show off. You know what I'm saying? If you do buy, hey, sometimes you gotta buy yourself something, bro. Yeah, that's cool. But I ain't about to be, you know what I'm saying? People, you know, just trying to keep. Yeah, you with. put your kids, you put your kids in this stuff. They they growing up. I ain't gonna lie. I wanted to do my son in the whole Barberry fit for his birthday. This his mom looked at me like, why are you about to spend all this money? He gonna grow up out of it. Like me, I ain't getting. It. My my shoe size ain't changing. I might gain I gained a little weight, but you feel me? But yeah. I'm gonna stay the same size for a minute. So it's okay if I buy for me. But my son, he gonna get bigger. He might be bigger than me. So it's like I, I tell him all the time, like, bro, you ain't gotta live this high price life. You know, he fold, he don't understand it, but he understand it when he get up to age, like, oh yeah, daddy can just give me this and that. But like I tell him all the time, shit, go to Burlington. Clean up for your kids. Nike jogging suits, all type of shit, bro. Like, yeah. you feel me? Especially if you got a daughter. Like, right. so, what is the next level for Steph? You feel me? What's the next level for FBS? Uh, the next level for, you know, we about to get it, we about to take it national, man. Me, me and Buddha, we working hard. We about to, we about to spread the, the Forever Brother clothing line in every state now, you know? I got yeah. I got people in states that I sold to. I got cousins down in Baton Rouge that uh that wanna buy. You feel me? So we go take it to the next state, state to state. You know, once it it, it get out to this state, that state. Oh, and we go we go rock like that. You feel me? Like I told Buddha, like it's something we go pass down to our kids. You feel me? So why we doing it? Hey. It's gonna be generation, generation. Like, you know, yeah. some people that I was working with, you know, I asked this one lady, they found me building their company that I was working with. Shit. Yep, y'all rich as hell. I told her, y'all rich as hell. She like, no, nah, we ain't rich. We wealthy. You know, at the time, I'm like, damn, why you wanna be wealthy, though? She like, guess <laughs> what? <laughs> she fucked me up with this one, though. She was like, I wanna be wealthy, because guess what? I can pass this. My granddaddy started this. It go down to me. It can go to my kids, kid. He said, so we wealthy. And I'm like, you know what? That's smart as hell. You know what I'm saying? All they say, I want to be rich as hell. But no, fuck that. I want to be wealthy. Because I want to leave shit for my kids and they kids. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you don't want to be. But the next level for me, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to do this CDL shit, bro. You feel me? About to, about to move, man, you know? Yeah, about to get that popping, man. Probably like do that for like a year, take a little year, give me a little, get a little degree for college. You know what I'm saying? Got to keep like I told my son when he starts school, I'm gonna go back to school. So we gonna do this school shit together. Yeah, you know that's real. So I'm about to do this little CDL, do the little bus driving for the city. I start that on the 25th because I was saying, like time to get you know what I'm saying, get something new. You know what I'm saying, do something different. You know, put your hands on some of this property around the city. You feel me? Facts. Like, all the leave, leave some shit for That's your... what I've been fucking with. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's what I've been fucking with. Yeah, you know, leave some shit for your kids, bro. Like, I ain't talking about leaving a motherfucking dead on them. Like, oh, you passed away. Now your kid gotta get a GoFundMe for, uh... Nah, man. I ain't... I'm leaving, leaving shit for my kids. So when they get older or how, whatever they get... It's gonna be worth it, you know. Yeah. Like I built, I built that shit now for my kids, bro. 
So like now, like what is your whole look on investments? You feel me on investing? Yeah. As a black, as a black father, as a as a husband, do you see the importance of investing? Yeah, like now. Yeah, we talked about like you know putting our hands on a building to um, invest in a venue hall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We trying to get get some get some like that. You know, so by me going into working with the city. You know, yeah. you like 50% off the shit, and it's great. So, so you just like, shit, I'm about to put my hands on whatever I can put my hands on into investing, yeah. you know? And I'm like, you gotta, you gotta just do with, you know, invest your money wise, you know what I'm saying? It's okay to, you know, if you can't sit in the city and spend money, spend money, bro. That shit ain't. That shit ain't go ain't go get nowhere, bro. You man, know, like, money I'm just say, man. The only thing I'm gonna say, bro, you spend all your money in the city, bro. You shit, you just giving them a fashion show on Facebook, bro. On some real. Shit. But you put you investing your money, bro, into something bigger, bro. You can turn that 20 to, to 100 real quick. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like they say, bro, it take money to make money. But it do. You feel me? You can buy a house, like, you know, on Land Bank for a thousand. You can fix that bitch up. You go spend that money, but guess what? I, got, I, I, I come off the land back for fifteen hundred. Yeah, <laughs> I, I be seeing you. Remember how you feel like shit, bro? I need to, I need to get in that, learn that business too. You know what I'm saying? Put a lot of trades in you. You feel me? Because I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's like, that's really like the where the money at, bro? Fixing up houses. You feel me? I wish you know what I'm saying. I would think of that shit like besides football and Nigga, that's the same shit I was like, thinking that, like that. Damn, like, that's that's what that's where the cheese at, you feel me? Bro. You know, I'm like, that's where the cheese at. I'm like, I wish I would think about that shit in high school that he just, you know, playing yeah. football, running around, you know, chasing females here and there and shit, man. I wish I would have would have thought about that shit. Like, damn, this shit, you know, you could charge a motherfucking fifty thousand to fix up a crib. That's 50. Man, you could have been a whole house. Yeah, that's, for real, for real. That's, that's 50, 50, that's 50 K, man. Like, 30, man, you could buy a house. Man, I was on Land Bank just looking at shit, bro. You could buy a house for a band. You know what I'm saying? You could take that shit and be like... Put 15 to 20,000 into that bitch. Yeah, you fix that bitch that right. Man, now you, you got a you got a $100,000 crib, so you could take that $100,000, sell that bitch back to them. Now you can go buy like three more and put the money in that. So now you you got like three hundred k. You feel me? You up? And, you feel me? Like, you, then you can just, you can take a hundred k out of that one again and do the same thing. So now you up five. But like you said, it's a slow yeah. grind because you gotta be willing to apply yourself yeah, you, to the art. You gotta you gotta be willing to put in that work and put in that yeah. time, bro. You know. Like Cause I, you gotta be willing to go through and be like, damn. Man. Even if I can't hire nobody, I gotta be willing to do this shit my day. Yeah, you know. But like I say, man, now this generation got it easy because YouTube teach you everything, bro. Man. You feel me? That's but that's all our generation that's, too, though. Our generation invented YouTube. Yeah, you know that's. that's we can't forget I, that though. Like we can't forget <laughs> that. Like even though we might feel like we older, yeah. we invented YouTube. They utilize YouTube. Yeah, man, I was just thinking, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's how I found out how to print my own label, how to cut it yeah. off, off YouTube, you know? My wife bought me, like, the press machine when I was, uh, like, we about to bring the podcast to the close. But the last question I want to ask you is, 
If you have to leave anybody a message, what's the message that you want to be known for? Like, like your last statement. Last statement, man, just one thing, self-care, take care of yourself, look out for who look out for you, and all they don't, the person ain't gonna be there for you, hey, still can bless them, because don't stop your blessing because somebody else on some bullshit. So that's my message to everything, bro. I love everybody, I don't hate nobody, man. I just be myself, be yourself at the end of the day, man. Just be yourself. Like you be yourself, everything will be good, everything will be all right with you, man. But one thing too, all to have your self-care. And one thing I learned, take you some walks. But that's my message I gotta say, man. Just, just be yourself. You know? So how can people help support you along your journey? Like shut yourself out. Like let people know how they can support you along this whole journey that you're going through. And you know, the journey that I'm going through, man, you know, you can hit me up, DM me, you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, you been good. But don't get me wrong, I can have some flashback, you know what I'm saying, where I feel like I feel down. But you know, to help me get through my little process, my journey with my uh, my eyes, surgery, me healing still, you know, yeah, worried of courage and help me. You know, I might not respond right then and there, but I respond, you know. Like, I'm already here to listen to somebody else vent about what they got going on. You know what I'm saying? I've been back to you, you know? So, all they say, a word of a curve. You can stop and say, hey, you know what I'm saying? Give me a word of a curve to, to remind myself. Like, you know, I had to remind myself who I was, you know, and how I was. So, that's what I'm doing right now to put myself back, back in that position to who I was before this eye surgery. So, I'm they want to find the clothing, the Forever Brother Squad clothing. Where can they find it at? Uh, you can you can hit me up on Facebook, Steph Joseph. Uh, you can hit Buddha up on there, Devontae Baldwin. You can hit me up on IG. Damn, uh, I ain't know my name. Like Big Steph. <laughs> too far, I'm going to say it. But, be like know, that, though. Be yeah, like that. man, because I ain't, you know, I really fading away from the internet, really, but I'm, I'll be on there, though. And you can hit Buddha. I think Buddha is just underscore Buddha, underscore Buddha, if I ain't mistaken, yeah. you know. I, I, I think you said Buddha, Buddha, or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's, it's one of those, but <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can hit we, either one of us up, man, and whatever you want in, you know, you can, they can just tap in, you know what shoe you're going to wear, the shit, just throw it out there, because shit, we, we do it all too, man, you know, like, we do it all, man. So, it ain't no Every last question before we close out. What's the defining statement of who Stefan Joseph really is? If you had to define yourself in a statement, what would it be? Yeah, man. I can't even tell you at this one, but it would be. Go ahead. Think, think about it, man. We got time. We got time. <laughs> think about it, man. Thank you. You have to define yourself. What would it be like? Would it be resilient, like against the grain, like against the grain stuff, like figure it out stuff? I'm, I'm gonna say it like this: I'm the family hero. That's what I am. Yeah. The family that's hero. real shit. That's some real shit. I'm a family hero because I, I created my own family, so I'm my family hero. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they look up, they look up to me. And you know, especially my son, 
You know what I'm saying? Now look, look just like you. Yeah, that's that. You know, that's my twin. But yeah. I'm, I'm his. I'm his uh superhero. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, I don't believe in you want to be this. No, he tell me every day, Daddy, I'm gonna be like you. He see my football pictures, Daddy, I'm gonna be like you, and I yeah. just tell him you gonna be better. But you know, I said that's how I define myself, the family hero. You feel me? Because I'm always rescue. You know, I'm always there for a family member, a family member there for me. But it don't matter what it is. If I can come, I'm gonna come. But mm. I'm a family hero, man. So. You know, I'm out going first. Y'all heard it best, man. Oh, yeah. Y'all yeah. tuned in the the family podcast. We had Steph on this. Oh, yeah. Steph Joseph, the founder of, you feel me, Forever Brother Squad Clothing. Oh, yeah, man. Let y'all yeah. know what it is. He's a family hero. Oh, yeah. Big, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the FBS bros, man. I love y'all boys. Red Speaks, AP, Nico. You feel me? Shout out to everybody that been supporting the brand. You know, come fall, we coming back, you know what I'm saying? So get at us. Cause shit, this forever brother, this shit, this here to stay for forever. You feel me? Forever. Like it's shit, this yeah, shit here. This shit, this shit, you know what I'm saying? With Nino Brown, this shit bigger than this. This shit for real though, man. This shit, this shit was bigger than football off the field, bro. It was like shit, we was Going home to Mount Deuce crib, everybody. We shit, one get in trouble, we all get in trouble type of shit. You feel me? So that's how I say, man. That, that shit was that shit was way more off the field, bro. It was more it was more brotherhood off the field than on the field. Cause we'll go to war with you on the field and off the field, we definitely go to war with you again. You feel me? So, you know, it's it was bigger than just playing football. It just made us who we were, you know. You know, like I can say, everybody that's around who play football, man, I see them. They living their dream, living their life, man. Ain't no fuck ups. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You go fuck up once in life, but you go stay true and stay true to your, stay true to yourself. You know, you know. Yeah. Like I tell my FBS bros, for the older ones, for the young ones that was under, keep going, man. Don't let these streets trick you out of your money, bro. No, that's real facts. Well, all right, Steph, man, I appreciate you stepping on the Into Family podcast, man. You already oh, yeah. know Yes to the world blow, man. Oh, yeah, you already know, man. You know, the tag coming soon with the logo, logo too, man. I'm just, just waiting on myself to heal if I can get it. You feel oh, yeah, most but, definitely. You know, man, I'm, def I'm definitely going to bless you with a, a jogging suit, my baby, man. So, oh, yeah, most I, definitely. You got to bless your podcast, man, you know. Anytime, bro, tap me in. We, we can chop, but you feel me? Oh yeah, most definitely, man. You already know it's already yeah, love. You know what I'm saying? When you get time, bro, you can pull up on me and we can talk this little eye shit, man. You feel me? We ain't got to discuss it over here, but you know, you know what it is. Fast, yeah, man. for real, for real. Oh, yeah, man. I love you, my boy. I love you, my boy, too. All right, my guy. Stay up. What's up? Yeah.